believe, of season two, um, where we tackle issues ranging from life hacks to politics to government and MUN tips. Today, I am joined by the wonderful Joelle Sheikh, our uh, very dedicated guest on this podcast, I must say. Thank you for joining us again, Joelle. Thank you so much for always bringing me on. It's an honor again. And I love talking to you, Haya. (laughs) Um, You have the floor actually to introduce yourself in a few words, and then I'll introduce myself and we'll today. Perfect. So my name is Joelle. Um, I'm this year's UN UDC chair for Bayman. It's in less than 20 days. That's crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. And I recently graduated from AUB with a bachelor in political studies and international law. Do not ask me my future plans because I'm still working on that. Mabruk. <laughs> That's you. great to hear. Um, as for me, my name is Haya. I'm this year's Undersecretary General of Marketing, Design and Production at Baymon. And I'm so excited that the conference is only a few days away. It's, it's insane to me that we've been working for so long. The yeah. podcast is also coming to an end, sadly. It's so been such sad. a big part of my life. Um, so I want to thank all our amazing listeners for always tuning into our episodes that we really do put a lot of effort into. Um, and it's been an honor to host this podcast. I love it so much. And I'm so grateful for having put out two seasons with my team. It's been amazing. So yeah. I just wanted to get that off my chest and say that. Um, but I think let's dive right into our topic for today. So as you can tell from the title, we're going to be talking about activism on social media. And this is obviously a very current topic to be discussing considering everything that's been going on in Palestine and even in Colombia and and other parts of the world obviously um, where people are speaking up and using their platforms no matter how big or small to repost informative um, I would say content to educate their followers to educate their friends more importantly about what's been going on because of the distortion in and the fact that we can't really trust news outlets anymore um, to yeah. convey the message uh, as honestly as possible. So I haven't prepared very concrete questions because I really wanted this to come off as a natural conversation between friends. Because when I asked my friends who are posting about Palestine, for example, and those who aren't, why they're doing it, I got very different perspectives and opinions on the matter. And I wanted to also have that conversation with Joel live for all our listeners to hear. So I'm going to start off with my most basic question, Joelle. Why are you posting about what's going on in Palestine? Personally, um, you know, I've learned a lot about Palestine during my degree. And even before we entered university, even before I started, you know, learning more about politics, we've always heard about Palestine. It's Mm -hmm. something that has to do with our geopolitics because we border Palestine. So growing (laughs) up, we've always heard about uh, the conflict between Palestine and Israel. We've always heard about uh, how our parents and grandparents went through the war. Then 2006 happened and we were all there. We were alive. We were five. I was five. So we kind of grew up with this conflict. We grew up with the idea of always having a threat right on our borders. And mm-hmm. so um, as I grew older and as I started learning more about the conflict, about the history, about the origin, you start to realize that this is way bigger than anyone had ever thought. And this is not ending unless we all support, unless we all stand together. And so what's happening today in Sheikh Jarrah is, 
as simple as it as simple as I can describe it, it's a crime against it's a war crime happening right in front of our eyes. And so mm-hmm. I've always made it a point to raise awareness, to talk about things that matter to me and that I think would educate my following, even though I don't have that many followers. And mm-hmm. so I've always posted about Lebanon. I've, I've always posted about Syria, about so many issues, about uh, justice, about feminism. And so to me, not talking about Palestine would be would not live up to my own standard of what I'm doing as, you know, activism on social media. And so I find mm-hmm. it important to raise these issues to maybe if I educate only one of my followers, that would be enough for me personally. And mm-hmm having these conversations in private I find it compelling to as well post about them on social media to let my following know to let myself know even myself um, that I support that I stand with Palestine that I um, see what's going on and I I I see them I see you Mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying Mm -hmm. to say I totally agree with you and everyone in this case especially when it comes to as a sensitive topic like activism Mm -hmm. on social media it's only fair to admit that I think it's a very personal thing and I think it's it's also very subjective because at the end of the day you and I could be posting different things about the same cause or I could not be posting anything and you could be posting or vice versa and um, it goes back to a personal choice it goes back to a I believe not only a personal choice but an um that is bound by some sort of awareness that you know you're intentionally not posting anything, maybe for good reason, for your own uh, justification on the matter. For example, I wholeheartedly, I'm going to admit this, even though it's, it's, it's been very hard for me to come to terms with it, but like I haven't posted about Palestine. And I think it's not something I should be ashamed of, but it's something that, you know, I don't like to say I'm proud of, obviously, Um, And there are many people out there like me. There are many of my friends, for example, who have chosen to remain silent on what's been going on, not repost any of the videos, not repost any of the informative content that we spoke of. Um, And again, it goes back to a personal choice that I made um, out of awareness of what's going on. But I don't feel like my platform, which is a private platform consisting of like 700 followers, three fourths of them are like my friends, people I know, uh, people in Lebanon. And like you said, Joel, those who know what's been going on in Palestine from the very beginning, we grew up with it. We grew up with this cause. So it's only natural for us to be supporters of Palestinians. And the fact that I'm not posting doesn't take away from me being a supporter of the Palestinian cause. I still I still stand by the Palestinians 110%. I see what's going on, but I'm not commenting on what's going on. And I think yeah. there's a very fine line there. And um, I know there are people here listening that are doing the same. There are people who are refraining from commenting or, or choosing to be silent on this issue. Um, but again, it's not something that you should be ashamed of. But yeah. um, it also goes back to the personal choice. So, um, Joelle... One of the questions that I asked you before we started like recording was, why do you think it's important for people to comment on what's been going on in Palestine, even like even if people like me chose to remain silent on it? And yet there's still supporters of the Palestinian cause. So why should I take it on now upon myself and reflect and say, okay, hey, what am I doing here? What am I doing wrong with my platform? How should I be taking advantage of the power of social media to speak on this issue? The floor is yours. 
I think personally, um, activism comes in very different ways. So just mm-hmm. because a person does not post or repost a certain video or photograph on Twitter or Instagram does not mean he's taken the side of the, um, you know, oppressors. Mm-hmm. I do not believe that because activism can be texting your Palestinian friend, ask him how they're feeling. They can be calling a family member maybe asking them a question about what's happening. So mm-hmm. it, it's a process. It's not just about posting because some people post just the post. Again, this is not this is not about the act of posting. It's about the what you're trying to do, what you're trying to convey, what message you're trying to get out there. And so I do believe that every person's platform is their own personal choice. They choose what to post and what not to post about them. And I believe that every single person has a certain standard that they want to live up to. And not everyone are, not everyone is an activist. Not exactly. everyone can be an activist. And not everyone yeah. wants to be an activist. Because when you Very choose true. to become an activist, you have to... Um, you know, you have to live up to certain standards, you have to use certain language, you have to be careful of what you're saying, because it comes with heavy consequences. And we've seen the types of consequences that activists have to face. And so it's not an easy choice to make, nor is it a choice anyone is willing to make. So I think that when it comes to the issue of Palestine in specific, it's more about um, connecting with your humanity finding it within you to, to, to tell yourself, what is it exactly that I want to be doing when it comes to Palestine? Do I want to, um, you know, text my friends? Do I want to get educated before I post? Do I want to um, post more about it, retweet? Some people have not said anything, but have retweeted a lot of things because mm-hmm. they believe that everything that needs to be said has already been said. And there's exactly. nothing more that they can add, which also is fair. Personally, I saw the power of this social media when we started seeing, and you know that when we started seeing Instagram and Twitter um, taking down posts and censoring posts that have to do mm-hmm. with Palestine. So mm-hmm. if my post isn't doing anything, why is Instagram banning it from getting out there? This exactly. means that there is a certain power um, that social media has created, especially today, especially when it comes to this issue in specific that cannot be just ignored or taken down easily and this is why I think we should think twice about it in this case in specific again because we know the power of it we know the effects of it and even if you say that I don't have a you know big following I don't have that many people that follow me I think it's still worth rethinking why there has been such a such an aggressive response from social media from media from you know western television as well as arab television and to say Mm -hmm. that they're they're scared they're they're genuinely scared of what one person on twitter can say and you then decide whether or not you want to be a part of that on social media or not definitely and i think that exactly like you said i just want to reiterate that this media censorship that we've been seeing in terms of like the posts and the fact that even the hashtag of Save Sheikh Jarrah, mm-hmm. um, all the posts that were involved with that and the stories even were being taken down. Like even one of my friends, it happened with her. And I didn't think that it could happen with her because she's a private account. Yeah. She yeah, has a exactly. private account. She has 700 followers. And yet her story was still taken down because of that one hashtag that made all the difference. 
And it's it's sad to see that, yes, there is so much influence that's happening because everyone is posting and everyone is talking about it. And it's time that we do that. It's not only happening on Instagram. It's not only happening on Twitter. It's even happening on TikTok with videos of people, yes. even big name influencers, smaller influencers that are going viral. They're speaking on the topic because there are so many people in Western media who are being brainwashed and who are exposed to so much um, propaganda by their own media outlets regarding the uh, issue of Israel versus Palestine. I don't know if that's the right way to phrase it. I'm always kind of sensitive on that. But how do you think we should we should regard it? Is it a struggle? Is it like because I remember seeing many posts about that. It's not a struggle. It's not whatever. Yeah. You know, in the in the broader terms of things, you call it a conflict. But yeah. in, in reality, when you want to get into technicalities, a conflict is when you have, you know, two sides having the same amount of uh, force fighting each mm-hmm. other. And this is not the case mm-hmm. here. We have illegal exactly. annexation, okay. we have a war crime, and we have um, a, a strong military against people. We are talking about people at the end of the day, not organized innocent people innocent people. So this is not a conflict in the you know right terms of it's a struggle it definitely is it's a fight against um, illegal annexation um it's 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 it really is a crime against humanity as as clear as day unfortunately and you said it best like there are so many media outlets that are trying to change the narrative they're trying mm-hmm. to make it about something that it's not exactly and we've seen that with so many other things we've seen that with Lebanon we've seen that with Syria we've seen especially in the Middle East and especially when it comes to Palestine because we know that their stance on you know Israel is very very strong but I think this is where when celebrities and influencers post on Palestine this is where I think it matters most so when we see for example Bella Hadid or Gigi Hadid or the weekend posting about Palestine. Michael B. Jordan, he even Michael posted B. about exactly. it. My friend sent me his that. story. She was like, I love this man. Yeah. <laughs> when you see that, you see these people that have big influence. You know, these right. followers, they have millions of people checking their posts every single day. Right. And if mm-hmm. they are able to educate these people, if, they're, if these people are able to donate, to help, and most of the time they are, then this is something revolutionary this is something amazing and so this is when when we say that influencers and celebrities they need to be held accountable to a certain standard this is what we mean so when you see something as gruesome as this you cannot just say i remain neutral because this is this is life or death you know Mm -hmm. when you say i remain neutral then you are coming from a place of privilege then you are privileged enough to say i don't want to interfere in politics but in fact, politics is life or death for some people, especially for Palestinians. And so when you say that, you're basically telling them that, you know, I don't care if you die, basically. So this wow. is what happened with, for example, Greta Thunberg when she um, expressed her neutrality on the issue and just condemned violence without specifying mm-hmm. violence against whom, you know. And for by whom. Girl, yeah, and by whom. For a girl who advocates for climate justice, it would mm-hmm. be very weird for her not to advocate for human justice, for human rights. And so I think this is where every single influencer, every single celebrity needs to kind of reevaluate what their influence means to them. And when we mentioned this in our own discussion off yeah. the, the episode recording, 
um, I asked you, can we pick and choose which causes we want to fight for or speak on? Um, because again, it goes back to the concept of social activism, especially on social media for speaking on activism on social media. It's a very personal thing. You, can, you have the right and the freedom to pick and choose what causes you want to speak on, obviously. But does that make you a bad activist? Does that make yeah. you less of an activist if you pick and choose? Because let's say I want to speak on what's going on in Palestine. Palestine. I want to speak on what's going on with Black Lives Matter. But I don't want to speak on what's going on in Colombia. I don't want to speak yeah. on what's going on in Afghanistan, etc. So do I have the right as someone to label myself as a social activist, social media activist, if I don't comment on these issues all and give them all equal importance? Yeah. I, I completely understand where you're coming from. And honestly, I've struggled with this question as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I think each person has a personal bias towards, you know, to talk about something. So, for example, growing up in Lebanon, of course, my the majority of my platform is going to be tackling Lebanon, tackling what's exactly. happening in Lebanon. I've studied yeah. Lebanon. I'm educated on Lebanon enough to have a platform regarding that. Others mm-hmm. are Lebanese, but have studied, for example, the Syrian conflict. And so they dedicate their activism towards that or towards Palestine as well. I have professors of mine that are Lebanese, Lebanese parents, but have been so educated on the Palestinian, you know, what's going on in Palestine, that they dedicate their activism towards that. And I think that is completely um okay because you know no one can talk about every single thing wrong in the world it's impossible um and no one is educated on every single thing wrong in the world and i think if you're not educated enough on a certain topic do not speak about it until you know what you're talking about so that you don't facts you know Mm -hmm. you don't know you don't put out fake news you don't maybe you're putting out something that you don't actually believe in but you know you're Mm -hmm. not educated enough to know that so that's exactly why I think, um, you know, some people choose to focus on certain things. However, when you choose to take the side of the Palestinians, when you choose to talk about what's going on in Lebanon, in Syria, it's not just that you're talking about this conflict in specific. Sometimes it's more about you're talking about justice, about human rights, about accountability. And these standards that you put to yourself, you can use them in any and every single conflict in the world. So when you hold yourself accountable or when you hold yourself to a certain standard of speaking up against the oppressors, against injustice mm-hmm. and inequality, then no matter the topic, you you research, you do your research, you get educated. And at the end of the day, you find yourself advocating for justice, for accountability, for equality. So I think as activists, we don't have to Um, tell ourselves that I want to speak about everything wrong in the world no but what we should do um, we should kind of hold these or hold these principles these um, like you know equality and justice and everything different categories kind of exactly like causes yeah yes exactly and we keep them close to us so that no matter Mm -hmm. what we face in our lives no matter what struggle we know how to apply conflict we know how to apply these principles that we've learned so much from mm-hmm. to that specific situation. Mm-hmm. That's what I think um, should be the starting point of an activist and should stay with them. So as long as they want to remain I love activists. that. I, I yeah. really love that way of looking at it. And I really hope that that's one of the main takeaways that our listeners 
have today from our episode because at the end of the day we're just two friends um a graduate and a student yeah. still discussing <laughs> this topic and it's and it's natural you know I know I know from my friend she she had this discussion with her boyfriend um mm. my other friend had this discussion with her parents so it's something very personal and you can keep it within your inner circle and you can talk about your own opinions at the end of the day yeah. and we're in no make anyone feel guilty if you haven't posted about Palestine or if you haven't posted about any major event or um, struggle that's been going on around the world it's really your personal choice at the end of the day but we're also trying what your activism could be doing for the benefit of those people who are suffering for the benefit of the yeah. people that you say you're on their that you claim to be on their side you fully can be I'm fully on their side but I haven't posted anything that doesn't make me a bad person That doesn't make me less of an activist. I I don't define myself as an activist yet. But I really hope that, like Joelle said, I learn how to become an activist and I can pick and choose then which categories and principles I want to comment on, which ones I'm best educated in, and then apply those struggles and everything that's going on around the world to these principles that I hold true to myself. It's a beautiful way of looking at it. I love it, Joelle. I'm going to be saying that a lot with many people. I definitely agree with what you said. And I think um, for, for all the listeners... If they haven't talked about a certain thing, it's not the end of the world at all. But mm-hmm. all I have to say is, you know, sometimes you have to sit back and reflect on on yourself, on what's going on around you and on what you think you can add to that. Because exactly. trust me, trust me, um, the hashtag Sheikh Jarrah started off with one person trying to get their voice out there. And every single Palestinian or every single Lebanese, you know, whoever we're talking about here, but let's stick to Palestine. Every single Palestinian mm-hmm. will be forever grateful if their um, tweet or quote or video or struggle was put out there for people to see the reality of what's going on. And if you want to contribute to that, if you think that you can, then by all means, by all means. Go ahead. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I also want to say one last thing before we wrap up and kind of give you the floor if you want to make any final comments. But I just want to reiterate one thing because I didn't feel like I explained it very well. Um, it doesn't make you a bad person to choose to stay silent on something that you feel is wrong deep down. You can choose to be silent and you can choose to be an observer. You can choose to be someone who, who refrains to comment on anything. Um, but also, like Joel said, reflect and see how you can be part of the change. If you don't want to comment, at least be willing to learn, be willing to be educated about the topic exactly. because that's so important. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's, our, it's our weapon. Your knowledge is your weapon. Your education is your weapon. So exactly. take advantage of that and start learning. Go out on your own and take advantage of the sources on the media. Don't, don't choose the media that you know are going to, to be biased. Choose to learn from the people who are the activists on social media yeah. who are speaking on this and learn from them and see how that to yourself um so yeah thank you so much do you have any final comments or um not really i just wanted to mention one more thing just stemming from what you said um Mm -hmm. i truly think that in today's world and what we live in today politics is not just politics and i've said that before politics is Mm -hmm. you know politics for the african-american community is life or death politics for palestinians is life or death politics for so many marginalized groups even for lebanese people uh, we saw what politics did to, did to us. Yeah. Um, and so when when you say, you know, when you tell your friend, oh, let's not let politics co- uh, interfere, that does not work mm-hmm. anymore. And it shouldn't mm-hmm. work because, you know, 
I don't mind having a different opinion than you, but I don't mind. I mean, I do mind if you make racist comments, if you make misogynistic comments, if you exactly. clearly stand, you know, against the oppressed. This is something mm-hmm. that has to do with your mentality, your lifestyle, exactly. your principles. Mm-hmm. And if they don't match mine, then I cannot, I cannot, you know, have that conversation with you if you're not willing to listen, if you're not willing to get educated. So like you said, I think the number one step is to be willing to get educated about it if you don't want to talk about it now, if you want to postpone that, and to 100%. listen to other people's stories. Listen to exactly. other people's stories and trust me, you will find what you're looking for or you will find what you want to do in terms of activism and speaking up about it so beautifully said yeah thank you so much for joining us and thank you so much for listening this far and you can see that you can have a healthy conversation you know joelle and i are very different people in terms of how we approach activism on social media but we are both willing to listen and I've learned a lot from Joelle. I hope that she's learned at least one or two things from me as definitely, well. Definitely. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank I you. hope that we'll have one last episode in before the conference next Friday, actually. It's very soon. Um, yeah. So I'm very excited and yeah, we'll see you all at the conference and enjoy the rest of your day, night, morning, whatever time it thank is you're listening guys. to this. Thanks for thank listening. you, Joelle. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye.